Okay, everybody, welcome back. Episode six, Jacks of No Trades, sitting here with my buddy Grant. Um, we got a great episode for you guys today. A little uh, hogball recap, of course. Uh, we're going to talk some appetizers, some cheeses, um, favorite cheeses of the world. Um, talk a little Bachelor, talk a little uh, NBA, um, just random stuff. And then we're going to break down the different forms of OK, K, KK, and text language as the young people that we are and the relatable people that we are. And uh, and we're just going to break that down and all the different definitions that you might have for the same word. Um, we're excited that you guys are here, and uh, let's go. Hello everyone. Uh, this is Jackson No Trades, as you know, and uh, we got a big week ahead that, and a big week that we had behind us. Uh, a lot of good things going on. Amen. Uh, how was your week, Chuck? It was good. This past week. It was good. Um, it's been a good week. Been uh, working a little bit, frying some chips. A beautiful yeah. weekend. Yeah, a beautiful yeah. week. The weather's uh, warming up nice. a little bit. It's been nice. Yeah, we played yeah. some tennis. Yeah, little, we did uh, play a little tennis tonight so yeah. uh, we enjoy that we enjoy getting out there and uh knocking the ball around yeah, yeah. so i went to the jason aldean concert this past weekend check yes and, he did um, it was a pretty enjoyable experience to yeah be totally honest you know um aldean's one that uh <clears throat> really kept our you know gave, gave us a lot of high school anthems so to speak he really he was really integral in that and how we uh how our phone went down, you know, yeah. Aldean stuff. He's some good music. He's kind of one of the first country guys I'd heard. Uh, we missed uh, Mr. Riley Green, unfortunately. Uh, he was the first one. Uh, Couldn't get to our seats very fast. The combo has a little bit of an issue on their hands as far as how they're going to handle big events like this. They yeah. seemed a little bit ill-equipped to handle it. As we parking or we're as of? As getting to the seats. It was okay. a little bit of an issue. We the elevator broke getting to our seats. Oh. It was a big you know, we were boxing it, so, you know, uh, the, pretty sick. Right? The sweet life of G. Sick, sick. And <laughs> we couldn't quite get up there for a while, so we missed Mr. Raleigh. So, I don't know, though. I, I don't know a ton of Raleigh, yeah. but I got to see Wallen and Up Down. So, up that's down. all that matters. That's, up Down, That's baby. the only country song that matters in my book. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's some good times right there. Yeah, that's a good song. But good concert. Aldean was evidently sick. Not Corona. Mm. Evidently had a flu. Potentially, like he was the sick as a dog. So did he sound all right? Shout out to him. Yeah, he did. He did well. I mean, he sounded like himself. So. Well, good. He's a good performer, honestly. What was uh, a what was your performance. what was your favorite piece of piece of work from Aldean that night? Ooh, I'm gonna have to go with Mr. Dirt, the old Dirt Road Anthem. Ah, Swerving yes. like I'm George Jones. As yes, sir. Little little rat, little little Nas little, <laughs> X, the little, little Florida little line. Walk so Florida could run. Yes, paved the Indeed. way, so yes. to speak, for Florida Georgia lines. So. Yeah. In the country that we know and love, well, we know today. Some flyover states, some yeah. some all sorts of flyover stuff. States, yeah. Just a couple guys. First <laughs> class on a flight from New York. Yeah. Hey, oh, speaking, of, uh, speaking of flights and stuff, the Jacks are headed to ATX, Austin, Texas this Yeah, weekend. we're heading to Austin this weekend. We uh, are pretty excited. There's a lot of good foodie spots and a lot of good yeah. entertainment in the area, so – 
drop us a drop us a tweet and our replies uh, for recommendations. And some yeah, more than happy to take some good spots. Yeah. yeah, hopefully uh, research. I know there's a little barbecue, some good Mexican. Yeah. So. Yeah. Some of our favorites. Some of our – yeah, definitely. I uh, saw yesterday where San Antonio now has about a, f- a few cases of coronavirus. So I'd uh, – Corona might be for real. Yeah, we – yeah. We might need to – We might. Uh, who knows? We The next podcast, one of us might, not, might have coronavirus. I'm, we might be coming to you from a quarantine yeah. next time you hear from us. And if we do, that's just uh, – that's okay. Then, then that's okay because we were able to get the mic in there. I'm probably going to be big chilling for the next two weeks. Um, You know I mean? We might, you know, if we get it, it could be a content producer. Yeah, essentially for us. I mean, so, we might get a little virality out of uh, yeah, some coronavirus. Yeah, we might. Yeah, a podcast with a coronavirus co-host. Dude, we might gain some traction with that. Yeah, think of the think of We're the numbers. We're not gonna go for it, and we respect this disease. And yeah, our thoughts and prayers to everybody who's been inflicted with it. But if it's a content producer, then we might have to take advantage. We, yeah, we, we may have to exploit this opportunity. <laughs> so. Um, we may be from a quarantine, but that's okay. Um, so, YOLO, Texas. The Arkansas Razorbacks face <clears throat> the, Arkansas the LSU Tigers in Bud Walton Arena, senior night. Wild. The stage is set, bubble team. Must win game. Must win game. Of course, we've been saying that a lot. And as any of you faithful listeners know, we've been saying a lot of, there's been a lot of must win talk these past few weeks. You because, well, that's not they wrong. All have been. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what, will qualify, what really qualifies as a must win in the big picture. You know what? It's a robbery game. Will Wade. We wanted to pop them and pummel them. It's like what we did in the first, the first half, half, at least. Yeah, first half. yeah. I gotta gotta be specific on when we pummeled them. Yeah, we decided to kill clock in the second half for 15 minutes. Um, I mean, good night. Yeah, I we mean, one. I'm gonna just tell all of you that maybe missed the game. We're not able to attend. We're not able to view it. We could have won that game by 20 points. I, I, at one point, I said, let's just, let's just beat them by 30 because that's how it was looking. Yeah. But then our offense just stops. We dribble around till there's four seconds left on the shot yeah. clock, make a pass, and then shoot to some crappy three. And it's just like, where, like where the, where's the fire in the offense that we got yeah. this lead with? Like, let's just keep doing it. Like, yeah. let's, we're taking our foot off the gas. Mm-hmm. And it's incredibly frustrating to it watch. It is incredibly frustrating. It was stagnation city. Yes. Walton for yeah. the second half, the entirety. And when you're a fan, you've been watching your boys go off the whole first half. And it's the last night in Bud Walton for some of that team. You want to see them continue to pop off for the next half. Yeah. Really, so you can just give you something to get wild about. Yeah. But there's a lot of dribbling at half court, a lot of we're just going to burn about 30, like 30 seconds and then take something with the last five. I mean, it's just, just no good. It's bad basketball. wants to watch it. Um, we won, though. And yeah. that being said, I will also say anybody that views viewed it knows – it wasn't all just that. We also missed a billion free throws, mm-hmm. and that was unfortunate. And that was a tough, tough thing to see because that could be a tough indicator for merch. Our yeah, our March hopes. Uh, closing games with free throws is obviously a very important part of basketball. Indeed, any, at any level. Yes. So we need everybody to be popping them, and guys that usually make them too. Like Jimmy, he may not be a marksman from the free throw line, but he usually makes more than he misses yeah uh, so you know we hogs we hogs we got a dub yeah and it could have been in a lot bigger way G- mason jones balling what stat did he break tonight i believe it was he took over first free all-time throws. free throws in a single season for the razorbacks program made or attempted made 
Okay. It was like I think he broke it at he two. Oh, oh, be either there or passed on the attempted. Yeah, he he, uh, one, he passed Sidney Moncrief time. with like two fourteen or two fifteen free throws. A lot of free throws. Yeah, we like that. Um, like yeah, but the the Hogs were winning in the first half, fifty five to thirty four, and then lost the second half, forty four to fifty six. So thank goodness that that was the best half basketball we played all season. Yeah, you know what? The only concern I have for this team going forward is it appears our defense has decided they maybe you're a little tired. Maybe they yeah. don't like playing as much. They pick and choose their spots. Seems I think. like we're just picking the spots now. Yeah, as opposed to playing a full good part of the basketball game of defense. So, but Daisy Sills still balling out. Our boy glue guy. Of the Since year. this podcast has started, Daisy Sills has been on a tear. I think that's. I think that's legitimate. Hmm. I'm going to say we started – let's see. We started six Kentucky weeks ago. Game. I'm going to say since yes. about then, he's been shooting the free ball better. Uh, so, so some have been saying – I'm not going to name any names. But there's been rumors out there that Jackson <laughs> O'Trades is largely attributed to Desi Sills' three-point success these past few weeks. I mean, we're not going to take we're all the credit. Take, we're not going to say that's the truth, but – if you want to make the assumption, I'm not going to stop you. Yeah, I mean, Desi. Sh- yeah, there's a case you could make. There, there's there's a bigger case for it than against it. I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, In he's shooting. Ball, you would not hold up against us. No, he's shooting 44 percent over the last 12 games from three, and he was the first 18 games he shot 21 percent. Coincidence? No. I think not. No. I'm, um, I'm not even going to say thing. Jimmy Witt, though, a stat line for the ages. He yeah. had, uh, oh boy. yeah, 26, 15, and five. That's balling. Yeah, 15 rebounds, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I th- so that's a lot of rebounds for a guard. Yeah, the, f- the physicality that was there for the that. Hogs, I think. That's um, a lot of rebounds uh, for his his position. And, you know, I think that's also – that's another thing I feel like is largely attributed to Adrian Bailey not playing very many minutes anymore. Mm-hmm. We're not really sure what the reason is behind that. We're, I'm thinking it's just the fact that Ethan is just flat out a bigger dude. Yeah, and we need the rebounds. Right he's now. finally and improved. You know what? We're getting offensive rebounds now with him. Yeah, <clears throat> we were not getting offensive rebounds this season like, at all. Like no, like at and all. Like if we went back and looked at our stats, I'm going to make it up, but I'm going to say we didn't get very many offensive rebounds. No, yeah, I'm not going to give you a number. That's a fair assumption. Metric, that's a fair assumption. I'm going to tell you that we didn't yeah. get very many. Yeah, and Ethan, not going to make the effort to go back <laughs> and, and look. Ethan, I'm not going to tell you how many we got, but yeah. I'm going to say we didn't. That's get not our job. No, y'all can go do that. Uh, Ethan, though, he's. We love him for doing very little. Very little. That's great. Yeah. And you know what? That's all we needed. It's kind of Except a uh, very little. We it's kind of a, a Dwight Howard Lakers role. Just yeah. Just get the rebound. Dude. Maybe put up a layup. Right. Pass the ball. He gets a couple rebounds. Gets a putback. He gets a standing go when he leaves the floor. Yeah. Like that's how much. <laughs> that's all that he had to do for. That's us, how bad. Fan base. That's how bad the Hogs need size right yeah, now. Yeah. Like that is that. That doesn't tell you anything. That I don't know what will. This man can get two rebounds. And make a free throw. And everybody, whoo! When he yeah. leaves the court. It, I mean, it is electric when he leaves the court. He gets, he gets as much uh, like ovation like as Mason when he shoots when he 35. Yeah. It's crazy. Now, we do cheer for a lot of guys when they have a big sequence and they go to the bench. That's true. Man, Ethan, tell you what, his bar is a lot lower, but that's okay. That's okay. He had 10 points tonight, six rebounds. Dude, that's all we need from Ethan Henderson right now. Yeah. It's all we've needed all year. We just need that size. Here he is. So here we go. Cheney's minutes d- diminishing is also odd to me. Uh, Six minutes last night. I'm not sure what the know. reasoning is behind that. I I haven't looked into it. I don't. I haven't heard any like insider news. I have to reach out to my guys, my my connections on the team. Yeah, I'll get back to y'all on that. Um, I'm pretty pretty plugged in. Yeah, 
I'd say so. People tell me a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'll see what mine says. So. Yeah. Um, Tweet Michael. Looking ahead. Looking ahead. Texas A&M, Saturday. Yeah. College Station. What do we think? Um, I think I don't like them, and I think I'll be mad if we lose. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we've got a good chance against them. Um, but yeah. they're playing good basketball right now. They'd just be Auburn at, at Auburn last Auburn night. last night. On the road, folks. Yeah. And Buzz Williams is probably going to be the SEC coach of the year. Potentially. Probably. I'm not going to say he's going to be because their record really isn't that good. They're not going to be a March team. You could probably still make the argument that it could be must, but I just think we've lost too many close games for him to be able to win it now. Yeah. I think he's still done a phenomenal job as a first-year coach, but people are going to look at this team and they're going to look at Mason Jones and they're going to say, that is the that is the work of an individual talent, yeah. not a coaching shift. Of course, all of us loyal fans, all of you out there and me and Charlie – we know it's a lot more than that. Yeah. It's his culture change that he's brought in yeah. and his defensive mentality that he's brought in. Yeah. That being said, Buzz Williams, that team was slated as a terrible team for this year. And they're being people that shouldn't be, right? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that, that's going to happen, you know, every year just with inner inner conference well, play. And teams and- out there that are playing with nothing to lose, balls to the wall. Got people like A&M that are – their tournament hopes are done. They're not going to the tournament. And they're just like, we're just going to play spoiler. And if anybody wants it, they can come get it. So yeah, we're going to we're gonna have to go on the road and play them. Uh, we're going to be kind of just down the road, really, in yeah. Austin. Yeah. We might be there. Um, Thought about I it. I wish I could tell you we would be. But it would be quite an experience, quite an event to try to get over there. It's like a two hours with tolls and business like that. So we're just going to post up at a local tavern. and A local eatery. In. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> tune in and. Have some brews. Cheer them on. Yeah. Yeah. And hang out. But um, you know, I think that's all I got for the uh, the I think hogs. That's all I got for the hogs too. The baseball teams lost a lot in a row. And that was so, talking Arkansas baseball. We're we're rooting for you still. So I'll catch you Martin at the game last night. I'll catch you. Don't really care. I'll catch you in April. I guess. Probably. Um, I'm not gonna see you till then. If I even care by then. Um, March Madness is gonna ruin any chance you have of me watching your your games. Yeah, um, but moving on. Moving on. Maybe a little uh, check at large. By the way, okay. I know I just threw that in out of nowhere. At large, <laughs> at uh, large. Uh, it, I believe that the next it's buzz, a buzzword. Our buzzword is here, and it is at large, folks, ladies and gentlemen. And for all of you casual fans out there that may not know anything about an at large bid, I'll explain it to you. Here's how it goes. I mean, step step in here for a seminary yeah. here. Um, We've got the Hogs, and they are not exactly a conference-winning team right now. They are at a pretty low record, I think. Seven and ten. Seven and ten. Thank you. And that's below 500. Typically, traditionally, to get in the tournament, you really need to be about 500 or above in your conference most of the time. Now, there have been some exceptions. We could be one of those exceptions. Therefore, we're going to have to really push hard at the end here. As we've been saying this past few weeks, obviously – we're gonna have to really show ourselves off here at the end and get at very large, get giant. Yes, so huge. Not ignore us. We have to be towering over Joe Lenardi in his in his seat. Yes. Say, look at us. We're the Arkansas Razorbacks. We're the Arkansas Razorbacks. Um, but the committee will look at our team maybe and they'll say, you "No, know, Isaiah Joe for a while." And it's and, obvious what kind of team we are with Isaiah right. Joe. And that's what I've been trying to say. And you know, Lenardi got on the last time. He's like, you know, I've been hearing a lot about this team without Isaiah Joe and those losses being just because of that. I think that's a little bit of an overrated factor. So he kind of bashed us last In night. In what way? 
he was he made the claim, you know, we were kind of on the downward trend before that. And that was just kind of what pushed us a little further down, which you could probably make that argument. But which just seems like there's so much juice right now. And I think if we, I think we're one of those teams you hear a lot of people say I test, like we we're the eye test team right yeah. now. Like you watch us beat down LSU in the first half, and that's an eye test thing. That's not a record, that's not a it's not a, a track record thing. That's literally just that team is really good. They need to be playing basketball in March. Yeah, and I just really, really don't want to watch the NIT. No, please, please don't. Man. I like I'm that's, not watching the Scholastic Book Fair tournament. I wake up, I will, I wake up in the middle of the night sweating because I don't want to watch the NIT oh, so bad. About the NIT. I don't know if I'll turn it on, but Ugh, that's so all. That's all we've got for the Hogs. Um, yeah, Chuck, I want to throw something at you. Okay, throw it at me. Uh, I was eating dinner on budget. Because I'm going to Austin, and I want to be able to spend, you know, a fair amount of dollars. Made all the dollars, bites. yes, sir. Uh, a classic, a classic quick snack. Yeah, dinner. I wanted to see where you stood on bagel bites versus like a pizza roll. I think bagel bites is more. You can eat bagel bites with like a couple sides or something like chips. Yeah, and you've pretty much got a meal at that point. Yeah, they're a two or three biter. Yeah, pizza roll is just kind of a pop in. Where, where do you stand on that? Um, I'd say you like both. I mean, yeah. I mean, how can you not like both? I yeah, think I, th- I think if you if you like one, you gotta like the other. But um, I'd say that. Uh, I mean, what kind of what kind of bagel bites we were rolling with? This is the original like uh, pepperoni. Classic pep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. no triple, no crazy amount. Yeah, nothing. No sausage. Nothing wild. Nothing too. Make sausage bagel bites. Couldn't tell you. I don't so know. Gross. I don't know. Nothing too bougie though. On the no, yeah. I'm not a bougie. I mean, I think growing up, I think we had. I think I had a fair balance between the two, but I'd say recently yeah. I've, I've probably been leaning more pizza roll because it's, I feel like I can just. Easy. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah, yeah. Snack. Yeah. Yeah. I just have fond memories of coming home from junior high or whatever the case it may have been, elementary, sixth grade or something, popping in some bagel bites, flipping on the ESPN, mm-hmm. on Coward and Beetle on Sports Nation. Sports Nation. And I was ready to yeah. go for the Just afternoon. chilling. That was an hour of my time each day. Yeah. Bagel bites and coward and beetle. And you like, know, really taking me back to the sports why I nation. I still like coward, honestly. I know everybody hates him. Probably. But that's probably why I still have a little place in my heart for him. Is because I thought he was like a funny douchebag, like just a funny asshole on that show. Yeah, that beetle just had to deal with. And everybody obviously liked beetle. Yeah, but she's I think has just kind of fallen in popularity, and he's just kind of leaned into I'm a douchebag. He's kind of leaned into like the the take artist. Yeah, like, I think he just feeds off the anger, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, y'all hate me a lot. I'm gonna keep saying things that make you hate me. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just part of his MO. But, but yeah. Bagel bites and pizza rolls. Yeah. Bagel bites is just more substantial to me. Um, so, yeah, that, that's definitely that you, you, the difference. That's what I was going to say is you, you definitely have to eat. There's probably a, a three to one bagel bite pizza roll ratio. Like, you, you're going to have to eat three pizza rolls to equate to, 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 a, to a, a bagel bite. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I think they both have their merits. Yeah. Um, Pizza roll, like you said, it's like a like a like a bag of popcorn. Like yeah, it's just like, like pop, 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 dip it in some ranch and do do do. And I also had a little trouble because I have a little bit of a problem. Um, An issue. I enjoy filling myself up before my dinner mm. with blocks of cheese and nuts. Moms around the world would be shaking or shaking it's in really their boots, punching air right now, <laughs> as they say. Uh, if they heard me say that, but spoiling your dinner, spoiling my dinner, but I'm not doing it with sweets. Right? At least it's not Oreos or, or, or yeah, M&Ms. yeah. No, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm eating heart healthy items. You know, yeah. almonds, things of that nature. Some nuts, cashews, cheese. Dude, I'm just I'm such a mixed nut and like extra sharp cheddar, cutting it off one piece at a time, guy. Maybe a string cheese, like mm. just oh, bring yeah. it on. Just yeah, just rip those string cheeses out. Chuck is, 
Chuck has made it clear to me that he is a baby bell eater. Yes, little the uh, the little eater. the little mini wheels with the little like wax, and you peel the wax and you pop it out. It's very satisfying. That is a satisfying experience. Yeah, um, things you have to kind of make an effort to open up and pop out like that. Yeah, it's delightful. Like a pistachio. Yes, I or love like a, pistachios. Or like a crawfish. Yeah, yeah. Tail. Speaking of things you have to peel, this past weekend, watching the Arkansas Georgia game. Went over to uh, our buddy Ben's house. Okay. And uh, we had a little, had a little uh, seafood broil. Had a little seafood broil, yes. We had some crab legs. We had some uh, shrimp. We, and we even had a little cheese tray, some some gouda, some yeah. uh, pep jack, Dude. some crackers. I Instagram that shit, bro. I know. I should have thrown it up. I should have put it out there. Um, I've been quiet start, on the gram recently, tweeting, though. I might start tweeting out my, my snack items. Mm-hmm. It might be something you can expect from me. An SOTD, a snack of the day. Snack of the day. You know, that might be something I begin to do. Yeah. Maybe gain gain a... Jaunt. Yeah. Jaunt, yeah. Jack's my train. Be looking out for our Twitter page. Y'all don't like the acronym. Jaunt. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's jaunt. Probably just going to say it. Yeah. Jaunt. Um, Jaunt. (laughs) Maybe I'll throw out like a, a special Austin appetizer picture because mm-hmm. it might be an appetizer weekend for me i feel like i've saved a few dollars see uh, i think uh we sit down for a meal this weekend i, I may say yeah i'll take the app for maybe a couple for the table here yeah how about I, some apps for the fellas? see that's what i was envisioning this morning when i was i was salivating thinking about sitting yeah. down with a cold course lot mm. in the sunshine the 70 degree weather in austin maybe the hogs are about to start on the tv yeah the hogs are about to start with my good friends and I'm thinking about some apps, in the hand. Hey, yeah, hey, some, it out. some hey, dips. Try this, you know. Try this, not these nachos. Try yeah, cheese fries. It's it's a picturesque situation. If you you may see me tweet it out. Uh, yeah, kind of like I used to. I used to review some honey mustard on my you Twitter did. account. You need to bring that back. I do. Yeah, I do. But there's just only so many honey mustard locations. I have like six backed up that I just haven't I tweeted. Your Little Rock one. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo Grill. Yeah, yeah, Buffalo Grill is dank. Is that one a good one? Yeah, and. Honestly, one of the best honey mustards that right now on that I can, you know, on the market. Smitty's Garage. Okay. It, I just can't imagine what I would use it for. Well, just fries. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. you're a fries and honey mustard guy. Yeah. Whoa. That's, how, that's why that's the only way I can that's eat intense. it so much. That's intense. Yeah. Because, like, I, yeah. It's like kind of spicy. It's not, it's, it's, yeah. I'm delightful. not here to dipping sauce, Shane. Yeah. I just was interested in it. I mean, I'm a saucy guy. I enjoy a good sauce. I'm here's my thing with fries, just without getting too far off. But we're not really on a topic, so I'll just keep going. Fries, <laughs> fries, like I can almost eat fries just without a condiment. Sometimes, here's my thing. Let me ask you this: like when you go to a fast food and they're like, like you just get your meal and and you maybe you're just like I'm just not gonna ask for ketchup, or maybe you're like eating the car or something, or you're yeah on the way home, like you're just gonna eat them. Like eh, for me, like I don't even usually. I, sometimes I won't even sauce them up. I'll just see, like okay. So you go to McDonald's. Extra effort to get the ketchup on, get it ready. Yeah, I think. But see, for me, I think I have such a, a deep, um, a deep faith towards the sauces that you know. Maybe on the way home, I'll throw a, a waffle fry in from Chick Fil A. But I'm going to respect the integrity of those fries and wait till there. I can get home. Sat get down, them in their best form. Yeah. Because, yeah, why spoil it? Crack open two of those Chick-fil-A sauces and literally use two fries Rich. for a whole Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah. 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 So you go fries and Chick-fil-A sauce? I do too. Yeah. You got to. I just get an absolute slew of Chick-fil-A sauce and just dip everything on my, in, my, yeah. in my way. I'll tell, you my, I'll tell you my formula. So I Ooh, go the Chick-fil-A app. 
Chick-fil-A Red members shout out. So you go in, you, I have my order, or I get the same. Is red an extra status? You get 12 points for every dollar instead of 10. And then silver is 11. Sick. Um, but so I, I had the same order, but I go to the curbside pickup. You just go to the little parking my spots. Mom does this. Oh, it's money. Don't ever have to get out of your car. She said that, yeah, that, that's the only way they ordered their food there now. No, that's not. I went there and got breakfast before my volleyball last weekend. I'm like, you just. No, you just whip in. Food, I highly recommend it. But I I just hit order on the same thing every time. It's chicken spice chicken sandwich. Oh, so you have your you have your standing order. Yes, and I just hit order. <laughs> oh man. No, like it, it, you got that shit on standby. No, I get it like three times a week. Like it's Chick Fil A sandwich with pepper jack cheese. It's on lock. Yeah, and then you get large fry, large large sweet tea. Four large. Chick- You're a large. Oh yeah. Buyer. Yeah. Four four Chick Fil A sauces and two honey roasted barbecues. Oh, you throw in the honey roasted barbecue on the sandwich. I like those on the sandwich, and then you throw the two honey roasted barbecues on the sandwich. Pop open two of the Chick Fil A sauces, dip some fries, then go for the sandwich. Get about halfway through the sandwich, finish the rest of the fries, and finish the sandwich. Chucky Westside, yes, leading Chick Fil A. No, I yeah, and then you have your monster sweet tea to wash it all down with. Yeah, you go sweet tea there. Yeah, pretty much everywhere. I never get sweet tea there for some reason. I'm always I usually that's a DP spot for me. Yeah. You know how you have like certain drinks you get at certain places? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I get on one drink at one place and I just really change pace. I'm trying to think. I don't really, I can't think of the places that I would get sweet tea. Mexican restaurants. Yeah. Sweet tea slaps at Mexican In those big, like, like uh, plastic yeah. e cups. Yeah. Chili's sweet tea. Yeah. Sheesh. Sheesh. Hydration station. But no, I would. I typically would would spry for a DP every now and then. But I uh, working at Loaf and Joe's, I get unlimited Dr Pepper, and so You're I'm probably a little burned. I'm slightly qu- no more than slightly. Oh, yeah, I because I'm sweating and stuff, frying the chips, and I'm literally drinking it like it's water. It's it's really it's really bad for me. Like really bad. Like I drink like four or no, five it's, of them. It's okay. I mean, I used to do that. I feel like it lost pizza when we went there. Oh, we there'd used always to, be a foam on standby. I just yeah pop, yeah. Yeah, I used to go Arnold Palmer at the at the Lost Pizza. Palmer's, yeah, Stephen Kyle House Palmer's, yeah, slap on Friday Friday for lunch. They do. We'll be uh we'll be missing it this week though. Yeah, I'm heading out today. Here in about three hours. Yeah, safe travels. Thank you. Um, we'll be heading down the interstate. Everybody I know, it seems like. Getting in a plane. Yeah, hope. uh, Glad for you, Chuck. Yeah, lunch date. Everybody's like, oh yeah, man, like I'm flying. Yeah. I was like, well, my dumb ass is going to be bumbling down the <laughs> table all by myself. Like, been it now. I'll just be hammering down. Yeah. So. We, uh, I guess we'll, we'll kind of break the, uh, the third wall here for, for our audience. Third I think, wall smash. I think, uh, we, uh, we, we recorded this segment a couple days ago, um, but we're currently redoing it. Um, we originally did this on Tuesday night before the LSU game. Yeah. But we wanted to get this content out for all of you traveling across yeah. states and headed to formal and whatever else. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to talk about a Razorback win now. Yeah. And we get to do that now instead of talking about Georgia. Definitely. No reason to even talk on it. Yeah. No defense. But, yeah, we figured we'd get this out for y'all. Um, we still got another travels. segment. Uh, we have segments ahead that are uh, – Some NBA talk. You're some gonna uh, You're going to be following us through time warps. Yeah. Of – when these things happen, so yeah, buckle up. Yeah, we um, got some. Uh, about to send you into hyperspeed. Yeah, we got a, a Doja Cat instrumental instrumental for you guys, and then we got some. We're gonna break down the OK OK KKK mm-hmm. text language, some very relatable content, some NBA stuff. Talk. Yes, bachelor talk. 
So um, stick with us guys uh, for the rest of your travels or wherever you may be heading right now. And uh, we appreciate you. We'll see you have next week. One. Have a good one, team. Welcome back. Um, Jay, I have a little little question for you. Why does – Hit me. Why does uh, – you know, you're you're leaving your house for whatever it may be, you know, class. <laughs> I'm um, leaving my home. Yeah, you're leaving your home. I'm driving away. And, and you, you're, you're connected to your, your home Wi-Fi. Yeah. Why does your Wi-Fi, when you're driving away you're, – you're well out of your neighborhood. Well. Why why does your Wi-Fi still have the one little dot? Like, why doesn't it just let go? I don't know. We're I don't in, know why it hangs on. We're in 2020. The Wi-Fi should just cut off. Nobody's jumping into that Wi-Fi. I'm trying to turn it two miles down the road. I'm trying to play my music and it and it's slow because yeah, you it, almost have to turn it off sometimes. I, I do. Yes, it takes yes. The, la- the layover time is like it's ridiculous. A couple minutes and you're just like I pull out of my neighborhood, turn this off, and I'm all the way up by campus and my Wi-Fi's still on. Ooh, wow, your Wi-Fi's got some serious bandwidth. Some serious bandwidth. Some serious band. Yeah, but serious length. Well, just some serious span to it. I mean, that's, yeah, that's quite the. A wide range. range. Yeah, I mean, if you're talk on, about range, if you're if you're if you're on uh <laughs> if you're on campus, you need my Wi-Fi. It's uh why uh I don't even know what my Wi-Fi name is. Um, <laughs> if you need if you need Wi-Fi, yeah, if you need Wi-Fi, a, it's, 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 it's it's router. I hardly know her. Um, <laughs> oh, exactly. yeah, of course. Um, but some NBA talk. Yeah, quick hits. Quick hits. LeBron and Zion played like five times this week. Yeah. Um, it was on ESPN every time. They talked about it for hours. The king got the best of the young blood. Watch the throne. Watch we're, king. We're watching. Welcome to season king. seventeen. The kid from Akron, man, man in, in the, the arena. arena. Yes, <laughs> jinx. <laughs> um, yeah, <clears throat> but, just an opinion coming from a sports junkie. No matter the sport I play. <laughs> but but, anyways, Don really impressed me, and I want to I want to call back because I mean I would be remiss if I did not take blame for my hesitations about his talent or not his talent but just his fit in the nba coming in yeah i believe it was around the time of the untimely kobe passing that we talked about you know what kind of what kind of career we can expect from zion williamson and i think i'm ready to expect an all-star career now i was i'm thinking obviously that he was very good but i wanted to see how he'd function among real adults and not uh the Five seven guard from NC and it State. turns out, G, he's a real adult. Turns out he's very good. He's if I, we didn't already know it by looking at him, he is a big boy and thick he, boy. He owns the paint. His and his his the junk in his trunk will not be stopped. <laughs> his baby's got back uh, and <laughs> back. Let me tell you, he can create some space down there. He can hip check and he can delete some folks. So he can gonna, just fly. I'm gonna dude. go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and jump off that take before it becomes freezing. Um, man, yeah, just preemptively jump off. Now that I'm jumping off, he'll probably score like average like four points the next three weeks. See, but I don't, I don't think you have to worry about that. Happen. Yeah, um, he shoot. You know, if he gets a shot, he can hit him. Um, he's, I mean, what did he score? He thirty one against Lakers. That was his new career high last last time yeah, they played. I mean, obviously LeBron played very well too. But uh, see, the thing is, is it's like because. I watched LeBron as much as I can, which is pretty much every time he's on TV. Which is um, basically which every is, week. Yeah, because, you know, the Lakers show. It's the Lakers. Yeah. Um, and it's like, 
LeBron, you know, every, everyone knows, you know, he, he has different levels of where he can, you know, you can just tell when he's, when he's cruising, like when he's, oh my gosh, it's tied. Yeah. I um, need every free pass. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. We're watching, Anyways, we're watching sorry, the Nets. There's a game Boston. going on. Just went OT. Headed OT. Didn't need to Um, But it's like, you know, you, ha- you see LeBron, you know, he's coasting, he's, or he's either attacking, like, you know, when LeBron is going at yeah. people. Yeah. And these past two games this last week, it's like LeBron is. I don't. I don't think LeBron's going to lose his eye on why he's still in the league. I think he's refusing. Yeah. Like he. No, he knows. He knows the stakes. Yeah, and then <clears throat> they go to Memphis and they get blown out by the Grizzlies. Yeah. It's it's like they're they're the Lakers and LeBron are making a conscious effort to let the Grizzlies because they're fighting for that playoff spot. They're fighting yeah. for that eighth seed, and the and the Grizzlies are having some injury trouble. Brandon Clark, Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah. Um. But it's like they're just letting – like it's like LeBron wants Ja to have the rookie of the year. And it's like he wants Zion hmm. to That's not. Like I, I think he has a – I think he's making a conscious effort. I think that uh, potentially, but I also think that he knows in the back of his mind if they lose a game to the Pelicans and Zion maybe scores two more points than them, there's going to be a Max Kellerman take the next day that Zion Williams is better than LeBron. So yeah. first take will be on that the next day yeah. because they're idiots. Definitely. But Bonafide idiots. Clown. Um but yeah, he knows that the media is gonna go into complete frenzy over them winning one game. So I think yeah, I think he's making a concerted effort to say, "You are not gonna beat me." I'm um, LeBron James. Yeah, you might be the next kid on the block, but as long as I'm, I'm going, still here. I'm still here. You ain't gonna beat me, no matter what AD or anybody else, any other jack leg on this team does. Oh, I saw a, I saw a tweet today and it said, uh, it "said LeBron really traded Lonzo Ingram and Hart." To New Orleans, then went to New Orleans without AD and beat him. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, it's like he yeah. traded his own team, played without the guy they got, Dude. and still kicked their butt. I don't care. I mean, I do care, but the picks and the you know the chest the Pelicans received for that trade is honestly fine. But <laughs> no matter what they would have given him outside of LeBron, it was going to be a wash. Like, yeah, they won it. Yeah. No matter what in that situation. If yeah. There's no person on that team they could have given them for you to be like, oh well it's about an even trade. No. Anthony Davis is too good for you to be like the the Pelicans got out good. Yeah. They I mean they came out fine. They came they out had fine. to trade him, I suppose. Yeah. I mean but next year they're gonna be a playoff I mean, they'll be a playoff team next year if none not, of if they guys, sneak in this year. But. Yeah. I mean the Pelicans are nice. They're, pa- they're pairing A D and LeBron, that was that's gonna be a win, no matter who you trade. I don't care if they lose the finals this year. It was the right decision to make. Well, I don't know about that. But, you, you, I mean, no. Well, it's still the right decision, but it's the right I, I decision. Care if, I care if they lose. Capitalize on LeBron, though. I'm just saying from a front oh, office perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. You capitalize on LeBron James' talent, or nice talent, on his freshness while you can. Yeah. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. The you thing is, though, tikes for two or three more years. It there there's shades of LeBron where he's like kind of slowing down, like he's he's a little um little not softer, but. He's just having like he just has to pick his spots now. A lot he's got to pick his spots. Um, his shooting, I mean, he's it's it's incredible from like when he what was with the Heat and whatnot. Yeah. Um, like how his shooting has improved just over yeah. his career and how we got to watch that. Yeah. Um, he's he, he's he's changing his game like from bully ball, even though he still plays that bully ball, but yeah. just for like pure finesse point guard kind it's of one stuff. Of those things where I think. I think it's definitely sh- yeah, like you said, it's sh- it's a little shade of him, you know, slowing down just a touch, yeah. and that's okay. But it's one of those. I mean, he's where, played like sixty thousand minutes. Yeah, it it's not 
gonna give me any hesitations on them being a finals team and getting all the way there because I just know when he's coasting, when it gets time to go ahead and pop, he can pop when he needs to. Yeah. For the certain amount of minutes that he needs yeah. to. Oh, it's low managing but, season too, by you know the way. What? Yeah. Load managing season. Yeah. Max. But you know, and I don't know about the Clippers because because PG is going to fade they, into the darkness. Know, we've already said that on this podcast, and I still agree with that. But also, just the fact they love to just take a moment to go ahead and get smacked by some below five hundred team like the Suns or somebody on a random Wednesday, and then they definitely are one of those teams. They're kind of sixerish where they play the good teams really well, but they definitely play down to certain people. And the Lakers uh, don't do that. No, the Lakers pretty much take all their opponents for what they're worth each night and always good to see. But, yeah, the Sixers, I feel like, do that. They, they'll they take a game where they just get popped by some team they shouldn't. And, you know, the Sixers have all kinds of problems. But that's a song for another time. They're, that we got to do a whole podcast on them. But, yeah, all things considered, Pelicans, pesky, fun, whatever. Probably right. not going to make the playoffs, but cool. See, I actually think they're going to. You think they'll get there? Yeah. As much as I don't want to say it because of my grizzly ties. and I think the Blazers can play well enough. Of course, see, they've been dropping games. I think it's going to be the Grizzlies or Pelicans. Really? In that eight spot? Yep. Who would be the seven right now? Would it be like the Spurs? Yeah. Okay, see, he's in that mix. But here's too. something interesting. Okay, see, also, by the way, craziest story of the year. Yeah. Oh, I know what I wanted to say on this topic. Chris Paul. Okay, I've never been the biggest Chris Paul fan, but man. I have gained a lot of respect a for lot. that guy this year. Definitely. I mean, and, you know, I was a little critical of Andre Iguodala for, I think, a good reason. Some may disagree, you know, that he – there was also obvious reports that they were going to trade him, and they didn't, blah, blah, blah. The but seven at the end of the day, he didn't the Mavericks. Play. The Thunder to oh. the sixth seed ahead of the Mavericks. The Mavs fell all the way to seven? Yeah. I guess they had that time period without Doncic. But regardless, Chris Paul, you know, I mean, he could have just said, this team sucks, and – They've lost everybody. They've got a bunch of just young dudes and Steven. That they're not going to compete. And he could have said, trade me or I'll just sit. Because he's got – he also has clout in the NBA. He's yeah. like the vice president of the Players Association or whatever that may be. A Kawhi Leonard move. Trade me or I sit. Could have done it. Could have done it. Well, and Kawhi was also in the you know, injury phase at that, at that point. Well, too, apparently he's still in the injury phase. He's always in the injury phase. Anyways, Chris Paul having – a awesome year and has got them somehow wheeled them to the sixth seed with him and SGA. Shave Lords Alexander. Balling. My guy. So there they there they sit. Just wanted to throw that in there. Crazy yeah. story. Awesome. Big time. Love them. Uh without Russell. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah. The Rockets currently Rockets sit are there at the too. Four seed. No doubt. Rockets are there. Uh and Harden playing good basketball. So see what happens. He also ticked Giannis off. Here's something that I want to just and he had a skid mark on his sprinkle shorts. in there, so you know there's there's talk of uh, reconfiguring the NBA playoffs, right? Yeah, um, I think I heard that, yeah. So like you know it, instead of uh, the eight teams from the West, eight teams oh, from the East, sixteen total. Yeah, no it'd, be, it'd, be a, it'd be a sixteen team tournament. Yeah, I'd heard that. Um, around. Yeah, that would be. What do you feel about? Very that? interesting because as it stands right now, okay. Um, the. Can you, Get a full look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We're counting 16 teams right now for all of you out there. So. Hang tight. The Nets and the Magic are the 16 and 15. So that would mean. No Pelicans. No Pelicans. No Trailblazers. No Spurs. um, 
but it's 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 super interesting because That's like interesting. You, you, you'll you'll have the Bucks at the one seed and the Lakers at the two seed. Um, that puts that would put the Lakers in a a magic matchup. On yeah, the first round. That's and it, wild. it's just weird because like you have teams that are like in no in no way are they making the like like teams in the East like the eight seed right now is the Nets and they're twenty six and thirty three. Yeah, and, like they're still in there. I don't love. I, I'll say I I, I we kind of hate to see just conferences just get thrown away. Because I feel like it's an important part. Like, every major sport goes based on a conference of some kind, National League, AFC, whatever the case may be. <clears throat> so that would take some getting used to. But it is kind of interesting to see the potential matchups of the 16 team. Yeah. And all the parity it create it could create and, like, the madness it could create yeah. of the 16 team. But here, might, might see a little bit crazy. Uh, honestly, TBH, forgot my point as I was rambling on there for a sec. <laughs> but now I've, I've remembered it. Um, <clears throat> so look at here. <clears throat> You have the most perfect, um, as it stands right now, Western ma- Conference Western matchups. Conference matchups. Yeah. You would have the Rockets facing the Jazz, which no one really cares about. Really. But you have um, – well, never mind. I've completely forgot everything I wanted to say. Um, <laughs> what, 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 were you, what were you talking about? Well, there was, there was, there was, was this 16, whole thing. Are you sure it wasn't the 16 teams? No, no, no. I'm sure. Um, never mind. Um, still an interesting topic. Though. It's still – Because – I would almost rather like to see it because they, they've, they've done away with the conferences in the all-star game pretty much. I, yeah. I think they need to keep it because, yeah. I mean. You think they need to go back to conferences on that? Yeah, because I think now that LeBron has vacated the East two years removed, the East is growing. Like, they're getting yeah. better. Um, but I think they like this picking teams too much to go back now. Yeah. I think it's too interesting to do. Now, then again, I don't know how many people tuned in for it, but. I think it is spicy enough for people to be like, "Ooh, they picked so and so before so and so." You know, this you know the NBA drama, Ooh, the Harden, side. the Harden Giannis beef. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I kind of, I'm not gonna hate on what he like Harden said completely because I kind of understand it. Where he's like, I don't even think he meant it. I mean, I, I mean, he did a little bit because Giannis started coming him. But, yeah, do a ball. But, but he kind of made sense where it's like, you know, I mean, he is really big and he is. Really naturally gifted in a lot of ways. Yeah. A lot of guys just can't help not being. And as I said, he's so pretty he's, offensively limited. That is, that's true. But look at his. I mean, he's been on a freaking tear. Last yeah. time he went went back down to you know a bad game, but it was due up eventually. Yeah, I saw a tweet. Not to keep referencing my Twitter feed, but um, <laughs> no, I saw a tweet. It says, right. "What are we gonna do when Giannis turns into Umbada Mute or whatever his name is, and Jason Tatum sends him home and goes to the finals?" Oof. Oof. You think uh, that's going to be a product of – I don't think the Bucs are going to the finals. That's going to be a product of what are Steve, whatever Stevens can concoct for the playoffs uh, defensively, yeah. which we know he's capable of a pretty good game plan. So Jason Tatum will we'll on a roll. Tatum's popping. We were critical of Tatum for a while. Yeah. yeah. I'll, be, I'll well, be pretty blunt about that. With with good reason, but not anymore. Yeah. I'd say I mean, he's averaging like we're 30 points in the last now. two weeks. Yeah. And, I mean, also, crazy. Spike Lee is mad. Very mad. Very mad. He – Played this perfectly because now he can not go to another Knicks game this year, which no one wants to do in the first place, yeah. and blame it on this event, but also just be able to watch other teams play basketball, which is what you would want. Better than watching the Knicks. Which is what you would want to end with overall. Yeah. Big Knicks fan, whatever. They stink. Yeah. Who wants to watch them? 
even the biggest fan would. I mean, good. Give me a good reason not yeah. to come back. That that whole situation was just weird. Like he, what was it again? He didn't get to use the right entrance. He he. Well, I I, I, I watched his thing that he he went on first take oh, because wow. of the entrance. He went bananas. You know, but stupid. But so he's playing um, the victim here because he says he's been going into the employee media entrance on Thirty Third mm. Street in New York mm. for the last twenty eight years. And they said no one called him. Blah blah blah. He walked in like he has for the last him. two decades or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they then call he, him. He is a staple there. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it um, makes sense that he has got this like level of yeah. agreement. And then the Knicks come out. And they released a statement saying wow. that it's laughable that he's playing the victim. Yeah, which I, I mean, I kind of, I almost agree, but I'm not the Knicks, and that's not, and well, I'm not talking to the biggest. Nick fan, yeah, and especially I, the state the franchise is in. I want to preface this by saying, I think Spike Lee's a clown. Oh, hey, yeah, I don't I've all never him. liked him. Uh, I think he's a hack overall, but <laughs> I'll say this the Knicks, uh, need to just, I mean, that they have no reason to be pushed digging themselves a bigger PR holes than they already have these past few years. They got in a huge situation with the Oakley stuff. With Dolan, and now well, that's Dolan, what that's what he said. He said, "Arrest yeah. me like my brother uh, Oakley." Yeah, like, when shut they up. were all behind him, which I'm pretty sure from what I remember, Oakley was acting like kind of a jackass. But they were all behind him, and now in this situation, the best thing for you to do as a franchise, even if you know you're right, for the betterment of your you know fan base, just come out and be the bigger person and say, "Okay, Spike, like we're sorry, you know we messed up." Just, yeah. that's all you got to do and because it's going to help your PR just so much better. The best thing about the Knicks right now is probably Spike Lee. I don't. I'm, Man, not, I'm not, not a, a Spike Lee fan. Into that gym, the basketball is definitely not getting you in the gym. No, I mean, but it's I just saw a tough boy BP. Yeah, who dunked the other night? Yeah, Chris Rock was loving some BP. Yep, five hundred one raised. But uh, that's all I got for NBA, Chad. Do you want to um, move on to some? Some okay and K text messages. Yeah, this is just something something I wanted. We thought we'd throw this in. This was pretty fun. Something uh, some relatable content for you guys. Yeah, we're all um, we're also young adults. Yeah, like we're we. we're also twenty two years old, fringe twenty somethings. Um, but so you know, as everyone knows, there's it's it's a text text world out there. Um, <laughs> the digital world. So digitized. so the the forms of okay. So you obviously have the okay a y okay. you have oh, the a y a y i've never been an okay a y person you have that i just want to start with that and okay go ahead and list the then you have the other variations. the okay okay then you have the kk which is it's moved the kk has moved its way from just being a kind of a girly thing to being a it's pretty wide it, it's, it's pretty widespread yeah, now it's pretty widespread, yeah. um and then you have the, the k maybe your classic k the capital k which, then you have the lowercase k Oh, okay. um, but I think that might, that might be that one. That, that might one, be that is showing some serious pissed off. Yeah, that might be uh, dipping so. dipping a little too far. But yeah. um, what else we have? I think I think that's it. I think that's pretty much all of them. Um, so when when you receive a an OKAY, I think it's just pretty pretty general okay, you yeah. know. And then I want. I feel just, like you send an AY. Yeah, yeah I, I send an AY or I'll send a KK. Yeah, you send a KK. On, I send a K- I dabble in the KKs. Um, but not the KKK. It's always uh, too <laughs> we don't go that many Ks. Yeah, no, too many Ks. Um, um 
but then these are just my thoughts coming from a text junkie, regardless of the text I play. Regardless of the text you send. Um, and then you have the you know the the K, which which obviously relates some some frustration, some anger. Yeah, well, especially if you punctuate it. Definitely the punctuation. Yeah, I will say this about K. K's come a long way because when we were in junior high, high school, when we're all children, K definitely had a negative connotation for sure. But I think as we've all grown and matured. You can send K without getting flack from the person you send it to these days. As long as you do not punctuate it. Yeah. Okay. And if you take the initiative to lowercase it before you send it, that also sends me a vibe of like, oh, they took the time to give it a lowercase. Like, I must be. Because you have to hit, you have to hit you the have little to actually caps make a, lock. You have to make a, yeah, make a conscious effort to say, this is going to be a lowercase K. Because the, the lowercase K kind of, um, it kind you of, would re- think it'd be casual, but it's mean. It relays a, like, I took the effort to send you something that like, doesn't, yeah. doesn't really pop on the screen. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, whatever. It, it's kind of like a, just leave me alone. Okay, whatever. It's just like, yeah. K. Right. I send okay the most, probably. Yeah. I'm uh, probably O a, and K. That, that is yeah. not AY. Yeah. I don't, I don't take an effort to get to the AY. I don't ever feel like it's. No, you don't. You really necessity, don't. Necessity. Uh, because that's just not the way I grew up on OKs. Um, not the way I was bred. And no. Born and bred on OK. With the K. Um, but that's pretty much all that's pretty much the okay segment um but no i think it's interesting though because you're out about kk it's come a long way as yeah a a somewhat gender uh specific uh text yeah and now i think i've sent kk on occasion or two i feel like i've gotten a kk i think also i will send instead of okay what gives you an okay for me now is bet 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 oh <laughs> yeah. we're, we're really if diverging a, if i hit you with a bet then then you're in a great mood then it's on yeah it's not okay okay you know what yeah okay that's like let's and go let's go have some dinner. really though i guess you couldn't say okay and bet are cut from the same cloth because okay i'll send my mom as a confirmation of something but if my boy's like yo let's hang out i will say bet bet JJ's at six. Bet. Happy <laughs> minutes on Saturday. Bet. Bet. Um, some bachelor talk. Tempting. Yeah. Uh, bachelor talk. So, did you watch? I the, watched last night. Yeah. It the, was a waste. Well, of time. What's 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 it called? The. It was a women tell all. It's it's all That's the girls. As I understand, I did not watch. It's it's all the the, all girls, the girls that aren't even in it. Yeah. That that aren't still in it, right? Not. So it's just the girls that just got kicked off like six months ago, and no one cares about. Correct. And they're all pretty mad. Well, no, actually, that's the thing that really frustrated me about it because I was hoping to see some Peter bashing and some attacks from them about how he they needs to be screwed them over. But in reality, they all just kind of held hands and sang Kumbaya on the freaking stage. And it was sad, really. I mean, I wanted to see Tammy and Kelsey start slapping each other because they hate each other. And, uh, Which one's the girl that said? So who's gonna tell me who said I'm mentally unstable? That would be uh, she, yeah, she's she's a big personality. Is that the same girl that sprayed the champagne? She celebrates all over her emotions. Affirmative. Uh, yeah. Oof. Tough. That was her. And I didn't realize this because I didn't actually watch that episode. Coming back to that, I didn't realize that Hannah Ann had actually initially stolen the champagne bottle that she was gonna use with Peter. Yes, she brought. Like, so then she had to go get another one. It was BYOC apparently that episode. Yeah, and she took hers, and she heard it pop and was like, "Oh my gosh!" And it was a total just 
just heartbreaking moment for Kelsey because she needed all the help she could get. Instant morality. Yeah, just terrible. <laughs> terrible. But, yeah, but on the actual topic of the Bachelor himself and what remains to be done with him, he started the episode with Victoria being officially booted. Oh, really? Victoria F. is gone. So we're down to Hannah Last Anna. night? So here's what happened. Hannah Ann and Victoria F. were on the stage waiting for him with the two roses in front. He sees them from a distance as he's walking up, just the two. And he has to take a moment to collect. Hannah Ann and Victoria has, F. Hannah Ann and Victoria F. And because goes, Madison because Ma- is, and Madison's not there. She's left. So he has to take a moment to collect himself and say, oh, man. He was very sad. Uh, very, very tough moment. She's got to go, though. Peter really scowled at it for a moment. He was very, he was frowning. Uh, poor pilot Pete. Uh, but then we see him walk up, and then, oh, look out. Madison has entered. She oh. She came. She's back. She came. Make uh, up your mind, She Madison. didn't actually leave. And to be fair, she didn't actually say she was leaving the show. That's so. fair. So it was still up in the air yeah. whether she was going to be in or out. Yeah. So she comes up, and you know he hands the first one to Hannah Ann because, you know, obviously she's the safest play. Everybody knows Hannah Ann's going to get one of them. And that's not the like drama part of it. So he's like, Hannah Ann, here you go. You know, whatever. You're kind of on this side. Yeah. Uh, so we got Victoria. You're here if Madison leaves. We got, so now we got Victoria and Madison. And I think we all are in there going, okay, well, he's not going to get Victoria. So my Victoria take is, is over. Okay. Which is sad. You, oh, yeah. You, you I thought, was the one that said Victoria. He might pick Victoria. I really picked that for the parody of yeah. us. Right. Yeah. And just. Kind of like one of those things where if it was like plus big plus money odds, you know, you take yeah. Victoria, big underdog, good value. That's the best value bet you got yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. So you know, didn't work out for her. She took it actually surprisingly very well. She basically was just like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I'm gonna just go get in this limo. You know, she bounced. Uh, she probably saw the writing on the wall. Show, I was about to say that. Yeah, she knew what was coming her way. I believe she was. Um, I'll miss Victoria. You know, she was. Good at you know manipulating people and she was very, good. She was very, good TV. Very mean, but she was pretty attractive. What uh, do we? She uh, had a big old back tie, buddy. Sh- buddy, I didn't know how big that was. She until, had the Urban Outfitter back tie. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was uh, Bonnaroo vibes. For oh, sure, yeah, in a big way. Flower girl vibes. Yeah, AF. flower girl. Big time. Um, uh, and she, you know, she took it kind of hard. But then on the tell all when she, because she was at it too, like as recent as like. She got kicked off recently and jumped into the tell-all. And, uh, you know, she was handling it pretty well. She was like, you know, she kind of owned up to it. Like, I treated him pretty badly. Um, and we were kind of all consensus, like, yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where we stand. They all kind of bashed and did whatever. And there's some talk at the end. They showed all these messages of people, like, telling these women to, like, go die. Like, oh, all this, like, hate message they were receiving. It was, it was like, a pretty serious moment. But it just wasn't like the entertainment value I was coming to find. Yeah. Which was Tammy rolling her eyes a lot, yelling at Kelsey. Yeah. It was a little bit of it, but it felt it felt scripted. It felt artificial. What uh what kind of traction do we think the theory behind Pete and the producer, producer has? Yeah. All right. So the only thing that came from that episode that was of note to me was the sneak preview for next week's episode. That's like <laughs> All you really needed to tune in to see. So well, apparently, it? it's look. It's looking pretty dicey. He is kind of looking like he's about to make a decision in this preview, and then Chris kind of walks up and like, before you do anything, you know, there's 
something very serious I need to tell you. And then when he finds out, he's like shook and is like, oh my gosh. And it's like laying on the ground, like like tearing up, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. This is the worst thing ever. And then you see him talking to the some girl. You can see the back of her head, but he's talking to her and saying, like, I'm so sorry. So here's what I think is about to happen. I think Hannah Ann is prego. What? Dude, I, I think a girl's pregnant. I don't know who it is. But I think there's a girl that's pregnant. Uh, that could be big time overreaction based on what I saw in that preview. It's probably going to be like... The streets are probably, the streets agree with you. It's probably going to be like Madison, Mr. Flight, or some stupid shit like that. But it looked pretty serious, and, you know, I don't know. I could either see it being, okay, like he just impregnated Madison or Hannah Ann that time. But maybe, you know, like, Madison's been showing a lot of, like, old pictures. What if she, like, gave it away and then, like... Showing old pictures got, on social media? Yeah, like, like from when it first, this whole thing, like, first started. Okay. You know, what if she, like, gives it away and then, like, got pregnant from that or something? Madison? I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think it's way more likely that Hannah Ann is, or maybe the producer is or something. I don't know. Probably not the producer. If he got a producer pregnant, that is wild. Uh, yeah, I don't, it would, honestly, the pregnancy thing loses its legs a little bit when you start thinking about who could possibly be pregnant because I think they've all been posting mostly, like, normal stuff and, like, none of them are pregnant. So it's like, but they can be posting old pictures. So I don't know. Maybe it's Hannah Ann. Maybe they're no ways pregnant at all. Maybe it's just him saying, I'm in love with the producers. Monday night, a finale for the books then. Two night event. Monday and Two Tuesday. Two night, really? So what we might need We're to gonna do. We're going to drag that should out. Should we do a... Uh, Jackson O'Trades viewing party. Yes. While we record, kind of, kind of commentate this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Little watch and, little, watch and go. Maybe little live recap. Maybe yeah. on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's gonna end, and it's gonna probably be. We need to probably find us a good bachelor consultant by then next week. Yeah. And um, that's pretty much all I've got. It's exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, you got anything what else? Do you, what do you do you think, Chip? What are you are you gonna tune in, Chip? Yeah, yeah, I'm tuning in. I, I don't know about excited, but I'll tune in. I think I think Hannah mm. Ann's still gonna take the W. Oh, you're you're on Hannah Ann's. Well, frame. I think Madison's gonna be like nah, and then I think he's just gonna be stuck it's with Hannah Ann unless the producer's pregnant. Um, I also want to say all you out there, new show I've been watching, The Outsider, mm. on HBO. Tune in, great show. Tune in. Um, quick, we got thirty seconds. Invisible Man rating. Go. Really good? 8 out of 10 is very good. You uh, learn too much in the previews. Okay. All right. Okay. Visible Man gives away too much in the previews. On our last 10 seconds of the podcast, my roommate Colin Emery says, 8 out of 10 Invisible Man. Okay. This has been episode 6 of Jackson <laughs> of Trades Podcast. Thanks we'll see you.